In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're finishing up our two-episode um, subject on relationships. Uh, we're talking about ca- areas of relationships that you need to focus on, whether you're starting a relationship, whether you've been in a relationship for many years. These things will help you get more connected and feel more secure and, again, more, have a more successful relationship. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. David, I'm so happy you're here. Matt, I am happy you're here. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Yes, sir. He is my uh, buddy, my producer, my uh, drink pourer, my uh, <laughs> drink pourer. Yeah, well, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you he, poured he, your own. He drink. keeps the bar stocked. And, and no, uh, just a heads Jamie, up, I Jamie. did. Uh, I I did finish off the Copper Craft. So uh, you know, distilled right yeah. here in Holland, Michigan. Yes, it is. Yep. Uh, it's good stuff. I like this. I mean, I'm, I need to get some of that for the for the home for there the home go. area, for the home bar. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We just, we just put a new. Uh, some shelving up. On yeah, the you show me pictures. Yeah, show and Matt pic- has a great bar set up in his in his home. And I got a decanter. In my yes. entire life, I've never owned a decanter. Yep. And I found a decanter at all places, Home Goods. Yeah. Oh, really? And it's got a skull. Yeah, topper, the skull top. Yes. And it came with two glasses, and there's skulls on <gasps> the bottom of them. Too. No way. And yeah, those are displayed loud and proud. So let me ask this, because uh, Matt is the co-host uh, or one of the co-hosts of um, uh, Man Cave Happy Hour. Yes. And they talk about uh, uh, spirits and good things like that. Yep. It's the stories behind, let's see, whiskey, cigar, spirits, and the stories behind them. Yes. There you go. Perfect, perfect lead in. So um, so let me ask you a question, Matt. Oh, sure. In a decanter, what do you keep in a decanter? Is there certain liquor that goes better in a decanter than others? Well, once you, uh, once a bottle is, once a bourbon or whiskey has been bottled, mm-hmm. it's not going to age anymore. Right. So you can take it from one bottle and put it in a decanter. Right. So it really doesn't matter. Okay. It does, but you just want to make sure that you keep it in a space that is dark, a little bit cool. Cool and dry. Cool and dry. Right? Okay. So it doesn't go bad, but it'll sit in the decanter for, for a while. Okay. And you always have to display the bottle that you have in that decanter so you don't forget. What's in the decanter, <laughs> uh, right. Angel's Envy is in my decanter right now. Okay. Okay. Well, I was just wondering, what what's the difference of just having your bottle sitting there like this or having it in a decanter? So a, a bottle is a good conversation starter. Mm-hmm. So the types of bottles you might have on display or what have you, that's a good conversation starter. So some of the bottles that are out there are pretty exotic looking. Right. So there might be. I even like this Coppercraft bottle. It's yeah. kind of a square bottle. It's got a little ledge on the bottom, almost like a book, right? In a way, yeah. Right. Like there's uh, some stuff that's out there. They some bottles have a very Gatsby look to them. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. And right. those those are those conversation starters. That's right. Someone, what What is that? You yeah. Know, they'll point to it, and then that'll get you into that conversation nice. as to what's nice. not just the glass, but what's in 
the bottle itself. I, I didn't know if putting it in a decanter would alter the taste or... or it's just it. a lifestyle, David. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's something just your quick go-to that but you're going to get too often. But... Right, it's my daily drinker. That's what a nice. decanter is for. That's your nice. daily drinker. Yes. One that you just you. tap into often. Yep. Nice. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I need to decanter. A uh, little hint to Kendra out there for uh, <laughs> birthday in September. Maybe. You're, you're welcome. Never know. <laughs> so we're here, folks, in the Podcast Your Voice Southfield Studios. And yeah. I haven't mentioned them in a couple episodes. Podcast Your Voice. If you want to do a podcast, we've been doing this podcast for oh, over two and a half years now. Oh, yeah. Longer so we're on that. episode two, two, 20 something. We're right up now. there. It's up yeah, there. Yeah, it's up there. So. You know, if you have a topic that you're passionate about or that you're knowledgeable about or just something that you want to have fun with, go to podcastyourvoice.com. They'll get you set up. Honestly, I walk in, I sit down at this table, pull up the mic, put my headphones on, and I just, you know, right. I have my notes. But other than that, they handle all the background as far as, as technology and recording and uploading and uploading your show notes. You just that's, that's re- on you to get to us. It though. is, yes. It's on you to get to them your show notes, which Jamie's often badgering hey, me. Hey, hey I need you, your show notes. Hey, I got your show notes. <laughs> got your show notes, man. Where are your show notes, man? And the, and the funny thing is, I have them because I always I always print them before I come here. It's not like I don't have them. It's just uploading them. I don't into, have into time the Google to copy Doc. and paste. Yeah, Damn right. It. Right. I know. It's it's crazy. That that's. You know, I'm a. Yeah. You have a brain like a chicken. You're busy. You're well, yeah, busy. I'm. I am busy. You know. You know why? I'm very important. <laughs> uh, I have Listen. many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> oh, I almost got it. I'm Did you almost there. get it? I'm okay. Well, there. we'll see if it comes up again. <laughs> Where can people That's find? Crazy. Where can people find? I'm going to tell you where you can find me. <laughs> find me at MotorCityHypnotist.com. That's my website. Um, all the stuff on there you need is on the website. It'll direct you to my podcast. It will give you a link to personal sessions. It will tell you about shows if you want to have a hypnosis show. And and believe me, folks, hypnosis shows that I've done these for for all kinds of populations. High school grad nights, high school prom nights, college events. Um, I, I do a show every, probably every other year down at the University of Florida for 3,000 students, their dance marathon. Um, I do corporate, I have a corporate show this week at Rider Logistics on Friday. R-Y-D-E-R. So, R-Y-D-E-R, yes. Rider Logistics. Yeah. Um, it's Friday. Um, I have another show in August at the Motor City Casino. It's a fundraising group for Mariners Inn. So, so all it doesn't matter what your business or what your company or what your organization is. Take a look at my website. I, I, I have I have feedback from all kinds of different companies and customers that I've done shows for. You will not be disappointed. It's a great it's a great thing to to bring in and be something different. It's not a band. It's not a musician. It's not a whatever you know. So, it's it's just something that's unique, and and I guarantee. It, it it will be talked about a long time after your show is done. Good. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, contact uh, Podcast Your Voice. They will get you set up, do a podcast, and and that's great. Uh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I was into where I was. MotorCityHypnotist.com. <laughs> Social media links, Facebook and YouTube are both Motor City Hypnotist. And on Instagram and Snapchat, both Motor City Hypno. That is H-Y-P-N-O. Yes, it is. Hypno. If you do it phonetically. If you're a hungry, hungry hypno. (laughs) No! No! Don't shut me up! Oh, yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. And as usual... 
we always give away a free hypnosis guide as a PDF that I wrote. It's not, it's not in depth. It's not complicated. It just tells you kind of what hypnosis is, what it's not. It clears up some myths and misconceptions and it gives you an idea of why hypnosis works, what it is. Is it, is it time? It is time. Here we go. Winner of the week. That's how winning is done. So we do a lot. I mean, shoot, we've had, what, 220-something winners of the week over the years? Yeah, I'm one of them. Yes, you're one of them, Matt, because Matt did a, just a, if you guys haven't looked back a few episodes, he did a Tough Mudder. He finished yeah. Tough Mudder race. Yeah, I was last. Doesn't matter. You finished. <laughs> the last person, in a, last finisher in a marathon still finished the marathon. You're, you're not wrong. They might have shit all over them, but at least they finished. <laughs> Reminds me of... The Holy Grail, uh-huh. when they're loading up the dead, bring out your dead. Yeah, I'm not dead And he yet. comes clicking by, and they said, oh, there goes a king. And he goes, how do you know? He's the only one who hasn't got shit all over him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good, good. yeah Matt, Matt was one of our winners of the week, but uh, we've had a lot of them. So a lot of them are very, like, you know, inspirational or nice things. Like last episode was a kid that just left a positive message on a door ring bell. Right. You know, a ring doorbell, whatever it is. A video ring Yeah, video video doorbell. You matter, man. So this one is a survival story, which we've had a lot of these, too. We've had a lot of animals survive, yeah. Well, and this is a man and an animal. Oh, shit. Here we go. Um, From the Pacific Ocean comes a harrowing and inspiring tale of survival. I read that book. As sailor Timothy Shaddock, 51, and his dog were rescued. Let me ask you, Matt, how long do you think they were at sea? Uh, adrift in sea. Adrift at sea, still alive, probably was able to fish, I would say four months. Three months. Wow. Yes, close. Timothy Shaddock, 51, and his dog were rescued after three months adrift at sea. Now being treated by the ship's doctor on board a tuna trawler that rescued him, Australian News reports that he has sustained no major or serious injuries. That's fantastic. Quote, I'm just needing rest and food because I've been alone at sea a long time, Shaddock said after being rescued. Otherwise, I'm in very good health. (laughs) Nevertheless, his appearance was one of a man on the ragged edge with a diminished physique and hair grown out in such a way that the ship doctor compared him to Tom Hanks' character in Castaway. Of course. Yes. Shaddock departed from Sydney in May in a catamaran en route to French Polynesia. But bad weather knocked out all of his electronics, and he was soon lost in the great blue nothing. Wow. Shaddock kept himself protected from sunburn by hiding under a canopy, and the heroic, persevering sailor managed to catch enough fish with his gear he had on board for him and his dog Bella to survive over two months of isolation. How, what kind of, does it specify what type of It doesn't say what kind of dog. Her name's Bella, though. All right. Uh, rainwater kept them alive mm-hmm. while they hoped for rescue, which came in July in the form of the tuna trawler's helicopter. He's being brought back to Mexico where he will receive proper medical attention. Wow. Yeah. Um, so imagine being three months adrift at sea. It's vacation. I, I mean, I think about three days and, and that's just blows my mind. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I can't even imagine that. But, you know, he was an... Ex- oh, good for you! <laughs> no, I mean, that that's impressive. It is. He's an experienced sailor. He right. knew what the elements were. He knew he had survival gear with him. He was able to, 
you know, not just keep himself right. alive, but his but keep his dog alive. Keep his dog alive. Right. So he had his wits about him, and he yeah. was prepared for an emergency, which is exactly what happened. I, I, but I think I, again, being a therapist and a hypnotherapist, I always come from the mental aspect. Mm. How your mind has to work in that situation. I mean, we go back to the comparison. He said he looked like Tom Hanks from Castaway. Sure. Again, just the mental struggle that you have oh, yes. staying alive. Yes. And what do I do? And, and am I going to be rescued? Are you sure and, the dog's name was Bella and not Wilson? <laughs> no, it is. It is Bella. <laughs> yeah, it's Bella. All right. What in places are you talking about? <laughs> at, least no, he had, at least he had a companion. Well, that's true, too. And I think I, I almost think psychologically that probably kept him Absolutely. going. Yep. Keep Bella to, alive. To keep Bella alive. Yep. Because he had his dog with him. If he were alone, I, I'm not saying it would have been different, but it could have been. Very. I, I think that his dog was was a motivator mm-hmm. to, to keep going and keep surviving. As he's as you're quoting him, I mean, I'm still in good health. Is he twitching? You know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, I can't see through his hair and his beard. Right, you know, right, right, right. right. Um, if you click on the link in the show notes, you'll see a picture of him, yeah, uh, wow. and they and they superimpose it next to Tom Hanks and Castaway. Oh wow! And it's got the same look: the raggedy beard, the long hair. That's, that's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, not cool. But no, I, no, I it's, it. it's just it's just a great story. It's it's uh, I, I just again the mental fortitude that you would have to have to last for three months, mm-hmm. just wondering, right? Is anyone ever going to come? Right. That and that that's the part. It's the mental aspect that keeps me freaking out. Like wow, right. his I, cell phone didn't work. No, nothing. You know, no. no electronics. No communication. Nothing. Just drifting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. So great story. So Timothy Shattuck and his dog Bella. Definitely winners of the week. Thank you. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. So, back to it. So let's get. So back we're talking in, about relationships. Yeah, let's get back into this. Yes, relationships. So, so last episode. If you haven't listened to part one, jump back one episode, and you'll be caught up to where we are. But we're talking about relationships, in particular, intimate or or couples relationships, mm-hmm. and and the and the topics that we covered in that last session or that last episode were intimacy and friendship, right? And the, the two necessities that you have to have. And we're going to talk about some other areas. So we where, have three areas to cover. Correct. Oh no, we have more. We have. I mean, there's more to just two, but there's just there's more to than five things. Five. In, so we covered Six. two. Okay, so we got four more yeah, things. We to got cover. four more things to cover. We'll, we'll right. get through them. All right. Uh, so the next one is, and, and when I talk about fulfillment, and it's like fulfillment can be very ambiguous. It can be very kind of kind of subjective, but but it, it's that feeling of being like fulfilled or or being complete. And and while it's difficult to explain what that is to every person, it's kind of like you know it when you feel it, or you know it when you have it, uh, and and you kind of know and feel when you're with somebody who kind of completes you. And we, go back to Jerry Maguire. We we live you in a, complete me. We live in a cynical cynical world. We do live in a cynical world. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is, it, and it's crazy. I ain't listening to you no more. Oh, well, you can but listen yeah, to me. But yes. that 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 scene embodies the importance of completeness right so let me let me tell you what you're going to feel if you're in a fulfilled relationship you're going to feel supported you're going to feel understood you're Mm going to feel valued Mm -hmm. by your partner 
those are the big things, supported, understood, and valued. And think about how many relationships, you probably know people, Matt, I, I do, and, and I talk to people every day. So I have a, I have a different insight because mm-hmm. typically when I talk to people, they're already in crisis. Sure. So, uh, but not many people can say they feel supported, understood, and valued by their partner. And uh, that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. It, it is. And um, you know when you are. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, your partner that makes you, that wants to make you fulfilled, that strives to make you fulfilled, they're going to take the time to understand what your desires are, what your dreams are, what your aspirations are. They'll be supportive of those things. They won't criticize it mm-hmm. or, or be negative about it. Um, they'll try to meet your emotional and physical and, and, and mental needs. Sure. Um, it's kind of like, I, and, and again, this is very vague and very kind of, kind of, it's touchy feel. It's a touchy, it's touchy feely thing. Yeah. So it's hard to define. But but that person who who knows you, that's committed to you, yeah. that that just supports you no matter what, mm-hmm. and that's that fulfilled relationship. That that's it's beyond happiness. It's almost like, and and this sounds fairy tale ish, but it's not. It's it's like okay, I'm good. This is this is my other half. Sure. Yes. Um. So. One of the things I, I, I talk to clients about and one of the exercises I give them to kind of increase that bond of just knowing each other and feeling that feeling of fulfillment is what I call listening exercise. Okay. Because typically what? in, co- in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> I have to poke fun because. No, oh, no, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh so, so a listening exercise is meant to, to be able to increase communication and, and understanding. So here's what happens in most relationships. Wait, You'll me, have conversations. Let, Go ahead. Let me guess. Yep. Those that don't succeed in the listening exercise constantly have their phone in front of them while the we're, other we're, person is talking. We're going to get to that. All right. We're going to get to that in a minute. All right. You're right. But having a conversation and actually listening, because most, and again, I, I can say this from experience, most couples, it's all surface communication. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you feed the kids? No. Oh, is the laundry done? No, I'm working on it right now. Th- there's not quality communication sure. in many cases. So so I, I always have my clients do this, what I call, it's a listening exercise. So what you do is you sit down in a quiet room with no distractions, Mm. no phones, no TV, no kids, knowing that you're going to have at least a half hour free. Okay. Flip a coin, do whatever you want. One person goes first. They talk for 15 minutes. You just listen. Wow. Okay. You can't interrupt. You can't ask questions. You can't leave the room. Can you take notes? (laughs) No, I'm going to say just listen. Wow. Just listen. All right. That person talks for 15 minutes, they're done. The other person talks for 15 minutes. And that, that second person for the next 15 minutes, they're like, so what did you say about five minutes into what you were talking about? <laughs> well, again, about? it's not asking questions. It's just talking about what you're, what you're feeling. All right. You know, and, and, and these don't have to be deep philosophical conversations. The whole point of this exercise is to be able to listen to someone because I, I guarantee you, this is the thing I hear over and over and over again from couples when I get them into counseling. I don't feel like I'm heard. I don't feel like he or she listens to me. Right. Okay. I, I don't feel like I'm I'm um, uh, supported by what I'm saying. 
and and that that really is a problem. If you don't feel like your partner's listening, it's like it's frustrating. It makes you angry. And mm-hmm. It causes a a divide. It causes this animosity that that comes out in behaviors. But again, when they come to you, mm-hmm. they're they're in crisis mode at that. Absolutely. Point. Right. So the other person might be listening for 15 minutes, but everything that person's saying is like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. That could be. But the whole point is that you're forced to listen and not respond because that is the, that is, that is where conflict comes from. When one person talks and the other person reacts and and interrupts them or cuts off their flow or doesn't let them finish because they get defensive and angry. Mm -hmm. And then it just escalates. It's almost like if it's almost like, like, you know, it starts out really slow. And then as it, as it gets more volatile, it goes faster and faster and less time to talk and less time to respond. And it just explodes into a A big argument. Yeah. Big argument. I don't know what we're yelling about. And really that is when you get to the end of these, these episodes, that is the exact thing. What are we yelling about? Right. That the counter was dirty. (laughs) <laughs> because really, seriously, things like that mm-hmm. lead to these blow up arguments. Right. So what's the real meaning there? It's not that the counter was dirty. It's just that the other person felt like either disrespected or not listened to or not not uh, uh, reinforced in some way. Sure. Be, as an individual that has been through a tumultuous relationship yep. and a marriage or mm-hmm. what have you and, you know, having to, you know, for lack of a better term, pull the plug, right? They had to take that right. step and it was a very difficult step to take. Yeah. There were times where people were cutting each other off. Yep. And I'm, I'm not at sure. Fault. I, I'm, we all I'm do guilty. It. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I'm guilty. We're, we're all guilty of it. And it always, it would come down to where did this start? Right. You know, how, how did we get to this escalated point? Right. And I can say again, being a therapist, most arguments start from nothing. Sure. It's a simple thing or a very insignificant item, but it's the underlying anger and frustration sure. that that leads it to be something more. Right. So the listening exercise. 15 you minutes You take a turn, 15 minutes a piece, you talk, and the other person just listens. All right. The other one is support. This is our next category, support. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say support, it's, it's supporting your, your partner. In what, whether it's their job, whether it's it's um, changes they want to make, whether it's it's uh, a, a need to improve themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, sure, education, uh, working out, whatever it is, it, it's important to have a strong support system because when you support somebody, you you, you tell them you're behind them, you right. help them succeed when they're trying to to get through something. I got your back. Yeah, I got your back. Uh, Something such as working out, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, many couples will say, oh, yeah, uh, you know, one or the other would be like, I want to get in shape. I want to work out. Oh, that's great. I'm I'm so happy for you. Can I do you want me to go with you to help you? Do you Mm -hmm. want me to to, uh, how in what way can I support you to help you reach your goal? Hold my feet so I can do a something. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. smack me in the head if I don't get up on time (laughs) to go work out. (laughs) Oh, there's Um, there's lots of ways to support your your spouse, your partner when they want to better themselves physically. Right. right. It could be, you know what, you you eat the same type of, you know, meals. Well, well he's Those okay, like, that, that's things a, like that. That's right? a great example, Matt. So let's say somebody is is wanting to lose weight. One partner is wanting to lose weight and they say, "Okay, 
I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to eat sugar anymore. Or they have because I feel like, or they have, or they have a gluten issue, like like Matt may have. (laughs) And then you say, "Hey, in solidarity, Uh I'll I'll eliminate that as well, right? To kind of help you out. Couldn't ask. I I can never ask that of somebody else to give up. No, you wouldn't ask it, but somebody else might say, "Well, if you need to do that, I will do it with you to make it easier for you." That's fair. That's fair. Um, but just know, so it's really having that support <laughs> system, just that, that person who's going to help you to reach your goals mm-hmm. and to, to encourage you to do that. Um, so, and really the, the best way to reinforce that is, is these, and, and here's another exercise for you to do is daily affirmations. Say your partner is looking to, to reduce their sugar intake and, and they go a whole day and have no sugar. You recognize that you mm-hmm. say, Oh, I, you know, you didn't have any sugar today. That's great. Good mm-hmm. for you. I'm glad you did. You, you were able to do that. How do you feel about it? <laughs> they feel good at that point. They yeah. feel terrible. I want sugar. Well, yeah, yeah, but it is. But but that that encouragement helps yeah. people get through those difficult things that you would have. It's, those difficult things that you would go through. That's ter- I, I'm so I'm so sorry you feel that way as you munch on a cookie. Yeah, you know? well, see that's well, see that would be the the wrong way to do it, right? So, um, so so yeah, just just being able to support one another in a relationship that is key. Yeah. Um, our next categories is, and this is a big one, and this is the one that I feel like I feel like it's it's lacks a lot respect in a relationship. That's a big big topic. Yes. Um, and respect is is and 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 this is again. Everybody has their own unique perspectives and thoughts and feelings on issues or things. But it's kind of like the diversity of thought and feelings that that kind of make up society. That That's what we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important to recognize thoughts and feelings of your partner, even if it's something you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. As long as that is, is not something that, that's a core, uh, like a core difference in mm-hmm. your values, like... One person believes in polygamy, and the other one believes in monogamy. I mean, that—that's I—I I mean, that's, that's like, a big difference. You know, there. you know what you just said? Yeah, Democrat or Republican? Well, that's maybe right. yes. Right now, it's—it's it's, again, that's this tribal mentality that you have to be one or the other. Right? There's no middle. Right? Um, so, really, again, respecting choices of your partner and what they make, and and, and embracing the differences because again, that—that's what makes us human beings. Sure. So. Let, let me give you some tips as far as just kind of, of, of building respect with each other. Okay. Talking openly and honestly, listening. We talked about that in the last step. Valuing each other's feelings. A lot of times that gets discounted because you think, oh, why do you feel that way? Just ignore it. <laughs> you know, that's a simple answer to a lot, to a lot right. of, 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 of feeling talk. Mm-hmm. Compromising. You know, meeting somebody halfway right that's part of any relationship you have to compromise speaking kindly to and about each other this is a huge one i'm telling you i see this all the time when couples finally get to my office they're typically at the name calling stage oh yeah and i say listen we're going to set ground rules you you can't you have to stop with 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 the name calling the labeling and, Mm -hmm. and and the hate and you have to start saying nice things about each other because at one point you liked each other enough to get married. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that's difficult when you get to a point where the, the, the relationship is broken down to that point. But again, 
speaking kindly to and about each other, giving each other space. Sure. The, this is a big one. I see it. And, and I'm sorry, guys, that mostly comes from your end that guys are controlling. They don't, where are you at? Who are you with? What are you doing? Right. So again, we go back to the trust thing. That's right. a lack of trust. Which we're, actually, no, we're going forward to that because that's our next one. All right. Um, supporting each other's interests, hobbies, careers. So I'll, I'll give you personal examples of this. My, my Kendra is a skating judge. Mm-hmm. And she'll tell you, and, and I've, I've supported her through this from the beginning. I have no interest in skating whatsoever. <laughs> I, I don't, I, it's just not my thing. But I know it's important to her. Right. So I support that. You know, yesterday I worked for four hours on a sci-fi model. She's not going to do that. No. But she knows I enjoy that. Sure. So she supports that. You have your alone time. You have yes, your I have space. my time. She has her time. But yeah. we support each other in each other's hobbies and interests. That's the big thing. Got it. Um, and building each other up, supporting uh, 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 you know, making compliments, uh, helping the other person feel good, building hey, each other up. That 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 model looks really great. Yeah, is is that the uh, it, what what is that? Is that an X wing? <laughs> <laughs> for no. Those of, for, okay, geek sidebar. For those of you who know, I'm building like a one three fifty scale. That means nothing to most of you. <laughs> Jupiter two model from yeah. the original Lost in Space TV right. series. Right, right, right. I'm only about a third of the way done, and I'm working on it for a good eight months. See, you've had a lot of but I'm free I'm, time. I'm, I'm I'm free space. But I'll say I'm putting electronics in it. Everything's going to light up. I'm right. putting fiber optics and LEDs and SMDs and. Are, are wait? Are you going to go as far as to say, "Hey Alexa, turn on Jupiter 2? I could do that. You see, I could do that. Yeah. Yes. Once it's done and it's plugged into power source, I could do that. <laughs> So we're going to move on to our, our last one is trust. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a big one. Trust the, trust is the biggest way to destroy a relationship. Yes. So trust is a deep level of confidence in your partner's ability, one, to keep your secrets. Okay. To remain faithful and to love you unconditionally. Yep. Now, when I say love unconditionally, I think that sometimes that's a bit unrealistic you know if i turned out to be a mass murderer i wouldn't expect somebody to <laughs> don't you know keep what i'm that saying secret. though yeah, yeah. I, I, i'm you just you have saying, an obligation th- there there know? are there are some things that i'm a chronic masturbator probably, that's well wanna, that would be okay yeah i mean because who isn't i mean <laughs> sexy time <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> So the trust is a big thing because I, here's the thing. Most relationships, this, this, I believe this is the issue that most relationships crumble on mm-hmm. is trust. Sure. That one person doesn't trust the other one, but there's a reason why they don't. And that's, that's, that's also an issue. So trust is a, you have to have trust as a foundation to any relationship. So let me ask you the question because yeah. I've heard this so many times. You need to earn my trust. True. I've I, I've heard that so many times because right. somewhere the trust was broken. Well, see, but but the, see, there's the big thing. Once you've broken trust, you do have to earn it back. That that is that is kind of the difficulty but in if this you area. Done anything to break that trust? Yet you're being told you have to earn. Well, my well trust. no, that's different because you know you've not done anything wrong. Right, but the other person th- thinks that you did. But see, that's their issue. That, point. that becomes their issue. My point, not your issue. My point. Right. Exactly. 
So, so I mean, in, in a lot of these things, again, th- th- there, there are variances of, of situations. Because again, this, this is what I deal with every day. So building trust and, and keeping trust is, is, is time and effort from both parties involved, and it takes a long time to establish and keep. I get it. Right. So here are the things that you need for trust. And I'm going to give you a list. Communicate openly. Mm-hmm. Respect your partner. Respect, respect them as a person. Set boundaries. Again, okay, so here, I'll give you a quick example. Say your 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 partner wants to go out with her opposite gender friends for a weekend. Have fun. Yep. Now that could raise some that could raise some doubts for some people. For some people, um, but as opposed to hey, I'm going away for the weekend with this guy named George or Jill, and we're staying in a room together. If it's just the two of them, yeah. Okay. Why, why, why am I not invited? Well, maybe it's a work thing. Maybe okay. it's only if for it's, work people. Then it's a work thing. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> but you're in the minority. That, that would raise flags with a lot of people. Because there's already trust. There's a trust issue. No, That's the, my point. Right. They, they have trust issues. Yes, yes. But for me, I'm in the minority. Right. Bye. No, yeah, absolutely. That, that, and that is the big thing. Um, be vulnerable. Admit your mistakes. And keep your promises. Right. These are all basic tenets of communication. These are all basic tenets of being a transparent human being. And this is the hard thing. It's hard to admit, admit your faults. It's hard to admit when you're wrong. It's hard to say to somebody, I don't trust you because I'm insecure. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest reason there's a lack of trust. Mm-hmm. It's not the person, the risk of the person doing something. It's your insecurity right. about that person doing something. Thank you for that. That is the big, and, and I'm telling you from experience, that is the biggest reason for mistrust or lack of trust is that the, the other person's insecurity mm-hmm. about what the other person's doing. Right. Wow. So that is our episodes on relationships. So there, hopefully go back and, and listen, listen again and, and go through the exercises with your partner. I think that'd be helpful. Dave, I almost want to take the next few episodes and yeah. break down each one of these categories. Oh, we could do that. Just a few, just a, just a little bit more. Take sure. each one of those and kind of break that flesh down, it out, flesh it out and just, just see what it, what that looks like. Cause intimacy really is intriguing to me. Yes. The trust side. Yes. That's where we should start. Right. And we need to break that out that much more. Yeah, I yeah, we can do that. Yeah, and if and if you guys on Facebook or on 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 the uh, on the podcast wherever you're listening, go to my go to my Facebook page and, yeah. and leave me comments. I I respond to all of them. So yeah. yes, you do. Check me out there, and and uh, yeah, we'll 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 go forward with that. I think that's a good idea, Matt, to break these down like 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 more in depth. Absolutely, yes, because it was yep. very high level the last couple of right. episodes. Yep, I really do think that we need to dig into each one of these topics. Yeah, that much more just to really help folks to really understand where they may fall into those yeah. categories. And and being open and honest enough to admit, oh yeah, that's me. That's yeah. something I need to look at and improve upon. I'm only saying that we should break it down because I, I see a lot of my experiences and hearing you talk about some mm-hmm. of your experiences. I, I really think that folks would really enjoy digging in that much more. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And, and what, I, what I'll do also is I can give you real life experiences. Of course, 
totally confidential, of no names or anything like that. But but I but I've been practicing for thirty years, so I've seen mm-hmm. I, I've seen pretty much any situation you can imagine. Let's dig in, man. Let's dig in. We'll do that. Alrighty, folks. So I'll come back next episode. We're going to be digging into one of these topics more in depth and really like fleshing it out. Yeah. So that should help you out a lot. So in the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We will see you next time.